Um, so anyway, if you follow this lady, if you if you find this lady and follow her, I follow you... her anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like she's going anywhere, and I'm like, yeah, man. She takes you to the solarium, and then there's like giant Venus flytraps, and yeah, I'll go and, with you. Uh, did did, did you get caught in the Venus flytrap or no? If she wants me to, <laughs> come, come to um, my so yeah, you get... fly, yeah, girl. I mean, uh, you get eaten by a giant yeah, Venus flytrap. Yeah, that's what you're into, baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we are recording. Yes, we're recording. All right. Well, beware and warning Yo. and Yo. happy... Yo. Choose yep. year. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was good. Happy choose year. Happy choose year. Um, it's already been an amazing year for both so of us. So good. Um, yeah, things have popping off. Yep. And they're not necessarily the best, but it was it's nice to get together and yeah. record a little bit. For sure. We did not get to choose our own adventures so far <laughs> this year. But mm-hmm. we chose wrong. Yeah, the end. Yeah, we won't get into it. But question yeah. mark. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, but it, it's nice to it's nice to see you, Abby, and yeah, you talk too. to you, even us about something silly like these books. Yeah, let's talk about this weird, weird book. So, uh, my name is Peter. I'm a librarian. My name is Abby. I'm also a librarian. And. We are continuing. In my closet. We are in your closet. It's not a house of danger we're in today. It's a closet of clothes. Well, we're in a house of warmth. It is really warm and We're in cozy. a house of of family. <sighs> you know, it it really is very cozy. It's like I've changed my closet over. Obviously, we live in we live in the Midwest. It's mm-hmm. cold. So this is sweater season, baby. Mm-hmm. Baby. <laughs> and we're surrounded by sweaters. And sweater dresses mm-hmm. and sweatshirts. So it's so cozy in here. Do you just take like a nap in here? There's like a nap standing up? You like, know, you could. I could. If I was one of those kind of people who would be able to nap standing up or sleep anywhere, I could, mm-hmm. man. Ooh. <laughs> just roll around and all this stuff. <laughs> Sleepy. Uh, so yeah, we're on our, our remote rig, our backup rig. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we sound a little bit different, that's why. But um, you're going to have to deal with it. <laughs> Live with it, okay? Don't be such a baby. Or you can... Or don't. You know, yeah. like, it's okay to feel your feelings. <laughs> I mean, we'll give you a refund. Yeah. You can you can email us. Ask for your money back. It's okay. <laughs> we'll give you your money back. <laughs> um, so, yeah, today uh, we're talking about House of Danger. This is number 15th overall. Mm-hmm. This is an R.A. Montgomery original. Uh, published originally in 82. Mm-hmm. Neither of us were alive. No. When this came out. Nope. So we had no say in the, <laughs> in the, in the, in the, in the plot, anything. So we don't blame the, us. We're part of the focus group. Nope. Don't blame us for any of this. Mm-hmm. Could have edited down a little bit and been like, hey, Mr. Montgomery, maybe choose, maybe mm-hmm. pick a lane. Maybe do one path or the other path. Right. Maybe not do both monkeys and ghosts no even when we get to the years that we were actually born Mm -hmm. again you can't blame us for any of this because we're we're in the eight in the mid 80s we were still babies so we had 
babies in the 80s. <laughs> we had we had very we had opinions on mm-hmm. stuff, but it was like mm-hmm. milk. <laughs> And Muppet Babies. Formula? Mm-hmm. Muppet Babies. Love Muppet Babies. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Who was your favorite one of the Muppet Babies? And is it different from your favorite grown-up Muppet? Um, I was going to say Gonzo was my favorite. Mm. My uh, favorite Muppet Baby and Muppet mm-hmm. are both Fozzie Bear. Fozzie, oh, yeah, yeah. Fozzie Bear is my favorite. Mm-hmm. And I've talked about this with some people, and I feel like your favorite Muppet kind of like reflects who you are as a person, mm-hmm. right? Like Fozzie is my favorite Muppet. And I think that's who I kind of am as a person, right? Sure. It's like you're, he's funny, but he's also kind of like, like very, very sad. <laughs> 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 right? Like mm-hmm. he's funny, but he needs like, mm-hmm. like when people are like, oh yeah, I'm going to go and do this thing on my own. You can't, <laughs> you can't come with me. He's like, oh, but okay, but I thought that we were going to do everything together all the time. And he gets really sad. But and Doctor, I, I am Fozzie Bear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah but, but it's basically the same as Gonzo. Gonzo is just a weirdo that no one really likes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is what we just need to take to our therapist. Like, hey. <laughs> Um, so really when you think about me, just think Fozzie Bear and then you'll be able to just give me all the feedback you need to. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, anyway, let's talk about the book. <laughs> that's enough nonsense for today. No. Let's talk about some. There will be even more nonsense. Literal nonsense. Okay. Yeah. In the form of this book. So this is House of Danger Ooh. by Aaron Montgomery, the 15th overall. It's the sixth if you're reading the re-releases. Um, because I'm reading the re-releases. You have an original copy. I sure do. And it looks like they're basically the same. I, we kind of flip through each other's. Yeah. Uh, sometimes there's huge differences, oh, yeah. but most of the time they're the same. The artwork is obviously different. Yes, your artwork is a lot cooler. It's I think. cool, Ralph Reese. Mm-hmm. If you are still uh, alive and kicking, you crushed it. <laughs> like, look at this <laughs> weird football at the end mm-hmm. where. you're I'm not. Nope. I'll talk about it later. Um, <laughs> it's not as good as Paul Granger. I still love Paul Granger. Oh, yeah. Just because it feels like 1960s, like cocktail cartoons or yeah. whatever. This one has a vibe that I am really, really loving, though. It, it feels super 80s, like the coloring yeah. of the front. Mm-hmm. I love um, it. Yeah. It feels great. a little bit more modern than the previous covers. Yeah. But we have less endings in this one than usual. 20 endings. I feel yeah, like I have 20 it's really too. pared down from. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the first ones, it's like 38, 42. Yeah. We're like, oh, my gosh. 105. Oh, Lord. And there's only 104 pages. <laughs> um, uh, there's so... two endings on this page. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I'm not sure when they started paring down. I think it was kind of around the time of, like, Harlow Thrombey, mm-hmm. uh, where it felt more like a story. And you just kind of naturally fell into an ending. I, I feel after that, they started paring down. I think they pared down even further. I think they get to like 10 endings by the by the end, uh, oh by the end of the series. No, thanks. This one, it kept me going back and forth. Go to this page and then go backwards. Go to this mm-hmm. page, go backwards. And it was really annoying me to have to be flipping backwards. Mm-hmm. Go forwards, then go back. Forwards, back. Forwards, back. I'm like, no. Just right. ke- I want to keep moving forwards. I don't want to go backwards all the time. I want to go forwards. I understand, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that one wasn't blocked out the best. No. Uh, for page wise, some of our younger listeners might know this book because they made this into a board game. Uh huh. 
the House of Danger uh, board game, which is pretty cool. That's how I first uh, knew about this book. And I, this is the first time I've actually read this book. Uh, the board game is really cool um, if you haven't picked it up already. Yeah, um, we have it too. And it seems, I don't remember that much of the board game, but it seems like it kind of follows at least a little bit of the story. That might be a bonus episode. Yeah. We might record us playing the game mm-hmm. uh, with some friends. Um, so, yeah. How about let's get into Choose Your Own Summary. Sure. So, Abby. Yep. You are going to uh, give a 60-second summary of this book. Mm-hmm. But you're going to choose okay. how you want to do it. All right. Are you? What are you doing? <laughs> I thought it would be funny to record one of our 60-second okay. summaries. Ooh, that's, that sounds fun. <laughs> so that we had, like, a video of it as well. Okay. Option one okay. is... Since this is House of Danger, mm-hmm. you're going to try to build a house of cards. Oh I have my a God. deck right here. <laughs> okay. And you're going to try to uh, okay. build a house of cards for 60 seconds while you're describing the book. Sure. Otherwise, I was thinking, have you ever seen uh, House of Cards, the, <laughs> the show? No. Well, I thought you could do a uh, uh, Kevin Spacey voice because he kind of oh, yeah. sounds like Foghorn Leghorn. It kind of sounds a little bit like Lil's. I do have a really good accent. Um, maybe I should do the deck of cards, though. Okay. I'm going to try that because I think that'll be funny. Because I'm, I'm really bad at doing two things at once. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> yep. That's okay. I'm terrible well, I can at doing record. I can hold once. it if you want to. Oh, no. I think I can do this. Okay. Okay. I'm going to build a deck of cards. House of cards. House of cards, yes. <laughs> it's already, I've already assembled as a deck. I've already made the deck of cards. Okay. Mm-hmm. And start. What happens? Okay. There's... You get a weird, mysterious phone call, and mm-hmm. you rush into Off your, to a bad start with the cards. You, wash, you rush into your parents' basement, where you have an office, apparently, and you have all of these, like, bookshelves with all of your weird titled books, and Still all haven't made stuff. a single thing with your house of cards. <laughs> I know I haven't. Um, hold on. You have a... Oh, God dang this. <laughs> this is really hard. You have a, all of these things in your parents' 30 seconds. basement... And you are trying to build a house of cards. <laughs> you get a phone call. Oh my God, how do people do this? <laughs> you, are, you are. Your phone fell down. Ah, you. Okay. You get a phone call from some guy, and he's saying that he needs help, and you have like a phone tracing program. Done. God. <laughs> you didn't make a single thing with your cards. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay, well. Or make a single point <laughs> in uh, what I was trying to explain about the story at all. I did nothing. I did I did neither of the two things that I was trying to do. I told you I was so bad at doing two things at once. <laughs> well, that's what makes it funny. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> nope, I can't do two things at once. So I think you recorded the the video of that yep. of that amazing <laughs> house of cards you didn't make. I made a tent of cards. <laughs> That didn't stand. That didn't stand up. <laughs> um, so yeah, that might be on our uh, Instagram. Yep. Later. Oof. So you can check that out. You can watch me for fail the... <laughs> for sixty seconds. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's just get into this book. Why don't you? I know you did such a good summary, but just yeah. in case you missed anything. <laughs> 
You know, I, I think I nailed that one, but sure, go ahead and, keep, and so, recap it. Again, we're reading different versions, so it might be slightly different, but mm-hmm. uh, this is how uh, my version starts. So it is a Tuesday afternoon in late June. Mm-hmm. You were on your way down to your lab mm. in your parents' basement. Yep. <laughs> Everyone I know has a lab in their parents' basement as mm-hmm. a teenager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you are a teenager or you're older you're because you have a car. Yeah. Which is interesting. And you drive yourself. Like, yes. at one point, it's like, you drive over there. And I'm like, okay, you're not getting your, like, mom, can you drive me over to this <laughs> creepy house? This guy called for help. Mm-hmm. So, like, clearly you're driving yourself. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, okay, I'm at least 16. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Sure. Uh, okay, so yeah, you're in. Uh, you're on your way down to your lab in your parents' basement when the phone rings. <laughs> you dash into the lab and pick it up. I need, I, I need, says a weak voice. You hear a loud click, and the voice goes dead. Drat. Uh, you weren't ready for that because you are an aspiring detective and psychic investigator. And psychic investigator. <laughs> I also like aspiring detective. Uh-huh. Like... And I love that those two things go together. Mm-hmm. Be- well, and two, that the psychic investigator that you were caught off guard. Like, I should have seen this coming. <laughs> <laughs> you think you would have? As a psychic mm-hmm. investigator. But I like, I like at least in um, in the Harlow Thromby one, mm-hmm. at least you solved a case. Mm-hmm. Even though it was a, a weird case, like with a beer bottle, if you remember that. Yeah. And this one, you haven't potentially solved anything no you're just some kid with a lab in your parents basement you just have aspirations you have goals Mm -hmm. okay you had resolutions new year's resolutions potentially to be a detective and psychic investigator because those things go hand in hand (laughs) exactly (laughs) um so you have all this equipment you have uh high speed cameras uh you have infrared floodlights Mm-hmm. Um, You're a rich girl. <laughs> <laughs> you can rely on the old man's money. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, because you have two large bookcases that stretch from floor to ceiling, crammed with titles that would drive the timid from the room. Mm-hmm. The titles are Murder in Fun, uh-huh. Ghosts and Ghouls, yep. and Corpses I Have Known. But it's like, yeah, your parents are obviously uh, moneyed. Sure. Are they new money, old money? We don't know. <laughs> But they your lab have bought is, you all this stuff. Your lab is really cool. I don't have a lab at Dude, all. Dude, my lab is is dope. I've got a citation of merit in it. I got a spider with fingers. <laughs> in a your spider does have fingers. In a terrarium or something. I got a skull. You're also you're clearly a boy in, in the in the photos at yep. least in the pictures. I've got a I've got a bowl cut <laughs> and freckles. I mean, I, I have a real cute little nose here for sure. And also uh a magnifying glass within arm's reach to find ghosts. And a number eight for some reason. I think that might be like a recording, like some sort of like film, like mm, Super 8. Maybe, but I think it's a number eight. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Just brought to you by the number eight. Sponsored by Sesame Street. <laughs> and a cr- crow, maybe. Um, but no, it's, you have a lot of oddities Just on so your weird. It's like, look at how all the weird stuff I have. I got a spider with <laughs> fingers, man. <laughs> A spider with fingers and a spyglass. Anyway. I have freckles. <laughs> I wear a turtleneck. <laughs> you just want to keep talking about <laughs> People would run from me. I have a book called Corpses I Have Known. <laughs> I'm a spooky boy. 
so settle down. <laughs> Just calm down. I'm going to be a psychic when I grow up. <laughs> Stay in your basement. Um, <laughs> I'm going to so, stay in my parents' basement and be a psychic. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> so. Is that a flashlight? That's a flashlight. So the, okay. the phone abruptly hangs up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then. And you sit back like, ugh. <laughs> what a scoop. And then the phone immediately rings again, and it's the same voice again saying, I, I need your help. No, it says, I need your help. Yes. <laughs> Which is... If you're doing it phonetically, it's, it's help. <laughs> yep, I love so that. So you try to get information out of them, uh, but again, the, the phone goes dead. Yep. And then so, yeah, it looks like in yours you're able to look it up in the phone book. I mm-hmm. have Ooh. a telephone tracking device. Oh. Um, and so you, you find out that the number uh, belongs to Henry Marston and you get the address. Mm. And uh, from there, there's a few things you can do. You can try to uh, track down the address uh, right away or mm-hmm. you can wait for your friends, Ricardo and Lisa. Yeah. And so we can get right into first run through. So what did you do the first time through? Okay. I went to the address right away. Oh, okay. You know me. Yeah. I waited for friends. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> I waited for other people to make big decisions. You're like, hey, I don't want to do this solo. I'm going to wait for my buddies. And I mm-hmm. was like, I am running in there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, I solved the spider ghost case. The FBI gave me a yes. citation. I can do this without. That might be the spider ghost. Might be the go- the spider with oh, fingers. Oh yeah, of course that makes <laughs> sense. Um, so I'm In like, pictures. I don't need Ricardo and Lisa. They just want to ride my coattails as the <laughs> as the detective psychic investigator <laughs> I am. They want to ride my coattails. So I'm like, I'm gonna go immediately. So I rush to the place, the Marsden mm-hmm. residence that I've found. And I get there and it's like, ooh, like there's a big house and then a little weird gatehouse and then like Uh this creepy like stone and like metal structure coming out of the ground. And then there's a bronze plaque outside that says site of Hedgebrook Prison, which was burned to the ground during the prison riot of 1887. 112 prisoners died in the fire. Not within uh, historical society. And I'm like, that's a weird plaque. Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> <but> Commemoration. <laughs> in later run-throughs, you find out that Henry Marsden was the warden of this prison. Mm. So it was a Civil War prison. Gotcha. Um, and so, yeah, Henry Marsden was uh, a Union officer, and he was the warden, uh, and it burned down mysteriously. Mm. So, yeah, you're like, yikes, that's creepy. Mm-hmm. And then... A guy runs out of the front door of the residence. So you, like, see him run out, and you're like, ah! And he's like, help, help, they're after me! And he comes running out, and then he collapses on the ground. Looks like he got hit by a hammer or something. So Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, you, like, run over to help him. And then, like, ah! Three snarling animals materialize in front of the house. You're like, oh, my God, what are those? They look like chimps. Are they chimps? I don't know. I don't know what animals look like, apparently. (laughs) They just look mean and angry, and they're growling at me. And then they, they are chimps. <laughs> they really are. They look like them in the illustration. Yeah, they, they are monkeys. And they literally so, are, yeah. <laughs> there's basically two plots uh-huh. to this story. So if you go with Ricardo and Lisa, um, you investigate the house, and it's a ghost story. Yeah. I think if you go alone, yep. it becomes a story about sentient monkeys and that are trying to take over the world. And, yes, <laughs> aliens. Like, there's... 
and that's what's really annoying about this book is that mm-hmm. like <laughs> there's two totally different stories that yes. completely have nothing to do with one exactly. another. Exactly. Like the house mm-hmm. has two different things going on yes. depending on what mm-hmm. you do. Which we've talked about before that Montgomery yes. and um, Packard seem to have different philosophies. Packard seems to think that there should be continuity between branches. Yes. Montgomery's like, I don't care about that. No one's going to care. Yeah. He has more of a, like, um, uh, back to the future, like, kind of like, if you go here and then you, like, go back in time and back you change, time. change this kind of thing by taking the little, Biff takes the, what do you call that, sports guide. Oh, yeah, the, the betting guide. Right. Yeah. Now, then you go back in time. Oh, no, now you've changed history or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um Ari Montgomery kind of has that philosophy where he's like, no, you've made this choice. Now you've changed history. Exactly. Butterfly effect. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I was, you can choose when you have, see these chimps. Mm -hmm. He's falling down. He needs help. You can choose to make a hasty retreat in your car, Mm -hmm. to your car, or you can run up and help him. So what do you do? I ran up to help him. Uh He's a man who needs help. I'm, I'm a helpful person. So I run up to help him. And when you go up to help him, the scary chimps like, go away you have like a pen knife on you and you're like just like that <laughs> futurama exactly so you take it out of your pocket you're like <laughs> so then you <laughs> go away and then uh you get over to the guy and he's like Uh, and he basically like dies he does die like literally immediately Mm -hmm. but he has like this thing in his hand it's like a triangular piece of paper he hands it over to you and um like the chimpanzees come back and they like have a blow dart and they like blow something at you yes but it's just like wind they don't actually blow anything at you right it's just like so it's just like a like a straw basically (laughs) they have straw technology yeah so you have this like piece of triangle paper yes you have this non-blow dart that came at you Mm -hmm. and then you're like get back to my car what should i do now you can either call the police to report Mm -hmm. the murder or you can decide to come back later and sneak up on the house and i was like i'm gonna get some gear and sneak back later okay Okay. so i I don't think i did that run so yeah it's really fun so i came um (laughs) i think i went to the police when i did that i think i went to the police no i i drove about a mile away Mm -hmm. and then i got a bunch of um gear out of my car and I looked at the piece of paper and I'm holding it up to the light and I realize that this piece of paper has like red and blue speckles on it, which mm-hmm. looks like the same kind of paper that they print U.S. currency on. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm a genius. I'm a little baby boy genius. I'm a psychic investigator genius. So then when I go back to the house, I'm like, hmm. Was that man Henry Marsden? Was this his house? Maybe he's a counterfeiter. Maybe he's trying to escape. Whoa. What about the chimpanzees? Could they be counterfeiting animal? Could there be a counterfeiting animal trainer? No. That makes about as much sense as a yodeling astronaut, which is my favorite line in the book. And then I drive home, check my messages. Ricardo and Lisa are bad friends. They haven't called me back yet. Jerks. (laughs) I go back to the Marsden place. I sit in a clump of bushes with my binoculars, looking real cool, (laughs) creeping on the people. Then I see a guy walk up to the house. The chimps appear. The guy just walks through them. And I'm like, oh, they must be holograms. Yeah, because the monkeys are holograms there. But they're real other times yes they are but in this one they are holograms so the guys go into the house they get the 
they come back out with some bags of money. Mm -hmm. And then I realize, oh, my God, there's a counterfeiting ring here. So um, I realize that that's happened. I look at my watch and I phone the police and then I say, hmm, case solved in four hours and 41 minutes. Not bad. And then the very next day, there's a lead story in the newspaper um, that there was... A tip received from a well-known local detective, me. But you're not well-known. I am. I'm a well-known detective. You're aspiring. And psychic investigator. (laughs) And my suspicions were aroused by strange occurrences. And the police raided a nearby house, um, exposing a counterfeiting operation. And they seized a bunch of stuff. Three men were arrested and charged with homicide as well as counterfeiting after the body of another as yet unidentified man was found in the basement of the house. The end. So you you got a good ending right away. Yeah. So yeah, like we were <laughs> <laughs> like we were saying, there's basically two plots. It's either a ghost story, or it's a story about counterfeiters, and either the counterfeiters are people, and they're using monkeys as like a like a Scooby Doo kind of cover mm-hmm. to like scare away people. Or the monkeys are real. And they're the counterfeiters. And they're the counterfeiters, and they're counterfeiting to destabilize governments. Yeah, like guerrilla warfare. They, they, but they they're said, chimpanzees. Yeah, they say like little <laughs> literal guerrilla warfare. Because if you, instead of um, checking on the man, if you run to your car, mm-hmm. you get there, and there's someone in the back seat, and they push a little like gun up against your back and they're like, drive, just follow my directions. And you drive and it's, <laughs> you get somewhere. It's a freaking chimp <laughs> who is a talking chimp. Uh-huh. And all this weird stuff can happen. But basically like in one of those plots, you can like meet a professor who is Marsden. Yes. Who then gives you, he, you realize that he has imbued these chimps with mind powers yes and like that's why they can talk Mm -hmm. and you can get mind powers yourself to try and control the chimps yes and in one of those plots if you search through the house because you're like oh they're trying to like control us with the psychic net you can like break their psychic net and then you can either escape or you can search the house because you feel more psychic energy. Mm-hmm. And if you search the house, you find a crystalline alien alien yes. in the house. And it is like, mm, you freed me. Do you want to mm-hmm. come to my space life? Well, because the monkeys <laughs> were so smart yeah. that they used their mind powers to like capture aliens. Yeah, they were like, hey, hey, do you guys want to come and like chill on earth uh-huh. we're real nice and then an alien was like sure we'll come down there and then oh they got imprisoned by the by the smart mm-hmm. earth monkeys <laughs> right i mean they're apes they're not mm-hmm. monkeys sure uh, but still but yeah uh, that ending is you can either go with the alien that you freed right away or you can go later and like the alien like he punishes the, the monkeys yeah he gives you a pendant that you can like break at any time <laughs> and then like he Captures kills all, all the, the monkeys, monkeys and, yeah. yeah. Puts them in space jail. Yeah. He doesn't like kill them, he puts them in space jail. At the end of Superman 2. Yeah, basically. Uh, See, so if it feels like we're going kind of all over the place, it's because this book... This kinda... book is bonkers. <laughs> I love it. So tell me yours, I... because yours was totally different. Yes. Because yes. I waited for friends. And like I said, if you wait for friends, 
it becomes a ghost story. Yes. Instead. Because then you get to see the fine honey, the fine, <laughs> fine honeys in the book. Um, Let me see your hot ladies. Sure. My hot ladies, I think, are hotter than Peter's hot ladies. This is very important. I will put these pictures up because Lisa, so, your friend, is a beautiful, beautiful I think, friend. How about let, let's get into um, oh, yeah. my run through. Yeah, go bit. to your run through. Do it. So, yeah, I wait for friends. Mm-hmm. I wait for Ricardo and Lisa. Mm-hmm. And then, so, yeah, we go into the house together and we see the house. And we haven't described the house. The house is a like a modern house looking house. It almost kind of looks Frank Lloyd Wright-ish. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's a known problem in the area that there's like weird lights coming from it there's weird noises coming from it Mm -hmm. uh in the day weird lights at night um so it's kind of a known quantity yeah and no matter which branch you pick um the house was built on the site of the the former prison Mm -hmm. and so yeah i go into the house um you can either try to go in with them uh, or you can try to go uh, separately. I think I go separately, and I get locked inside the house right away. And so they're kind of outside trying to get in. And I was like, well, why did I wait for you to begin with? Because <laughs> I could you're not even helping me here. Right. Um, so, yeah, there's a couple things you can do. And you can run into this lady, which is what you were talking about. Yeah. Um, so how about you describe your lady? This lady's kind of like a caretaker. Yes. And my lady of the house, wait, let me find it. She doesn't have a name. She doesn't. It's uh, described as this. The woman leads you down a long, dark hallway to a solarium. My lady is wearing a long cape, and it looks like a strange breastplate, potentially. She has long, dark hair. She has a very, like, severe face um, Mm -hmm. and beautiful bangs and, like, a very dark lip. Mm-hmm. She was very pulled together. If I saw her in public, I would be like, ooh, she is either a professor of art or maybe not art, <laughs> like but archaeology. like archaeology, mm-hmm. some kind of like art history, though, mm-hmm. you know, like, ooh, maybe like philosophy or mm-hmm. something, some kind of very severe like a film, film studies, studies mm-hmm. but like, um, you know, the ones who are not like the wild and free kind of ones, but the ones who are just like very meticulous. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's your picture. Yep. How about, do you want to describe my picture of the lady? Ah! Oh, my God! <laughs> what? <laughs> she um is wearing a strange, like... Like 1880s. 1880s maid garment. Mm-hmm. With a... With an apron. And, and a bun. it has a high collar. She mm-hmm. has a bun with some wiry mm-hmm. side hairs, a pinched mouth, a tiny nose, and um, strange caterpillar eyebrows. Mm-hmm. See, so, yeah, your pictures are just so much better. You have so much more detail. Oh, yeah, mine. They look so much more eighties too. Like, it's so much more fun. Slender, long fingers. She has like a very like minx-like leg peeking out from mm-hmm. like her. And this lady's got like a low butt. they've they did everything they could to make her look like like asexual here well i think the problem more is that the the pictures in the re-releases are just so like bare bones and minimal yeah they paid somebody like 10 bucks yeah i don't know to do it in five minutes that it, it really feels like you're losing a lot of detail and just a lot of like just the the fun of it 
Right. I mean, this one, even in the background, it's like you can see so much detail in the background art. Um, so anyway, yeah. if you follow this lady, if you if you find this lady and follow her, I follow you... her anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like she's going anywhere. And I'm like, yeah, man. She takes you to the solarium and then there's like giant Venus flytraps. And yeah, I'll go. And with you. Uh, did, did, did you get caught in the Venus flytrap or no? If she wants me to. <laughs> come. Come to um, my so yeah, you get fly. Yeah, girl. I mean, uh, you get eaten by a giant yeah, Venus flytrap. Yeah, that's what you're into, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's not even, you don't even get devoured by the Venus flytrap. What happens then is you see the ghost of Marsden and he has a whip and he's going to like, you're basically in jail via Venus flytrap. It's really weird. Okay. I mean, if that's what she's into. <laughs> <laughs> So are you saying that about <laughs> your drawing or are you saying that about mine? Mine? Okay. Yours? No. <laughs> That's the thing. If your lady had said like, oh, do you want to go into this uh, Venus flytrap with me? I would have been like, yeah, no, I'm cool. I will. I sense a trap. Um, I am going to duck out. Thank you for the invite. I am out of here. Um, so nice to meet you. <laughs> but mine, I'm like, yeah, girl, anywhere. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, um, I get to the house. I think I go to the police beforehand. Um, and so I, I get a little bit more uh, inside scoop about Marston and just the surrounding area. The address is a known uh, problem, like I said before. Um, so yeah, we check out the house. Uh, I check out the front door. It locks behind me right away. Um, and I try to, you can either um, try to investigate the house right away, or you can try to focus on this door. I focus on the door because I want my friends to come in. And then... You hear like an eerie noise from downstairs. Mm -hmm. If if follow downstairs, there's a whole bunch of cells, like jail cells, and you hear Marsden's voice. Ah. You he basically kind of confesses that uh, he was a bad warden. He set the fire. He did start the fire. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, because he was worried that the rebels were going to escape, so he set the fire. Mm -hmm. And he was he's asking for, for forgiveness. And then so I forgive him right away. Why? I don't know, man. You're nice. <laughs> I, I'm too nice. I'll forgive a ghost. Mm-mm. And then so his spirit is released. The house vanishes and you solve the case, basically. Um, so that was my first run through. Um, what did you what did you think of this one? <laughs> I thought it was great. Um, it was great. <laughs> it was so uh weird and weird and wild and i have um i have a lot of thoughts about a specific ending that i want to okay well let's get to that in a little bit i i thought this was one of the better montgomery's yeah definitely it was fun um i i still didn't like how the two different branches like would never coincide you know on the back of Yours, like mm-hmm. in the new editions, I like how it shows the two branches. Yeah, it's, it's a physical map of yeah. the of the branches. It doesn't give you page numbers, but it shows you how it actually branches out on, on the back of the, right. the modern covers. The, which is really nice, but it's also then kind of shocking to see how it's like, there's no way that these two things could have collided. Right. And I don't, like, it It's like rips the fabric of time, you know? Yes. Because mm-hmm. um, the, then it... it that basically makes it two different books. Yeah. 
Um, which it's like, well, then why not write two different books, bro? Mm -hmm. Like you could have just fleshed out my story more Mm -hmm. and written your story more too and had literally two different books. Mm -hmm. Because there was no ghost story with this dude. (laughs) With this, like there was nothing about it being in, like there was no point of it having anything to do with this like prison stuff at all all in mind there was like one tiny thing with the professor story thing of it having this tunnel that like Mm -hmm. an original like prisoner had made Mm -hmm. but you could have had like an air vent that would have just made you (laughs) be able to get from one point to another air ducts i mean i've seen die hard we know my feelings (laughs) on die hard (laughs) we don't we don't need the prisoner plot line right so i like that this format though it alleviates kind of us traversing to other branches for no reason yeah because that's been a problem in the other books True. that we're like a branch will all of a sudden gets spit out to a that's completely true. unrelated branch right and then and it you makes like no hear sense. a name and you're like yeah. what i've never heard of that person exactly so if nothing else it alleviates that mm-hmm. but i feel this should have been two different books yeah I like both storylines. Yeah. Both storylines were interesting uh-huh. and fun um, and wild. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they could have totally been two different books. And it would have made, like, more sense, frankly. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> and I still don't like that Montgomery doesn't have continuity between branches. Because yeah. um, even within... Because, again, there's, there's plot A, which is the ghost. There's plot B. Which is the the monkeys slash counterfeiters, but even within the slash two different aliens. slash aliens, <laughs> but even within the two different branches, there's no continuity because in uh, plot A, either the ghost is mean mm-hmm. or the ghost is like like seeking forgiveness or like sad, or in plot B, it's either monkeys that are real and are super intelligent and trying to overthrow oh, the government. Yeah. I don't think we talked about that enough. They're trying to overthrow the government with counterfeiting. All governments. <laughs> all governments. They're trying to overthrow all governments. Or it's just people using monkeys as a cover. And they're, they're holographic monkeys. And, like, what was the point of the professor's research, too? Like, why was he trying to supercharge these monkeys so much? Like, he doesn't really talk too much about mm-hmm. that. And you don't question him too much about it, either. He just kind of like, yeah, I made the monkeys too smart accidentally. My bad. Well, <laughs> he doesn't really. In that storyline, uh, too, in the in the plot B with the monkeys, it makes no sense why the house is there then either. Yeah. Because in in plot A with, with the ghosts, the house is an illusion. Yeah. So it makes sense that there's this fancy house there in the middle of nowhere for no reason on the top of this kind of uh, this tragic site. It makes yeah. sense why the house is there. Yeah. In the monkey slash counterfeiter storyline, it makes absolutely no sense why there's a house there. This big, fancy, modern looking house. Why is it there? Hmm. It, explain yeah. it to me. No, it was just where his, his base was. And oh, I found it. He said he was using chimpanzees in his experiment to create superhumans, but instead he created super chimps. What did you think was going to happen, dumb dumb? Just because you could doesn't mean you should. Right. Well, like, if your entire goal is to create superhumans and you're like, I'm going to use these chimps and try to turn them into superhumans 
are trying to turn them into super chimps to see if it's possible to turn humans into superhumans. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, no, I turned them into super chimps. <laughs> like, duh. Mm -hmm. What? It, <laughs> duh. Exactly. Dumb, dumb. Of course that's going to happen. But yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think this is a good one. It's funny. Um, but yeah, it's got some <laughs> mm -hmm. some goofy little. It's just Montgomery can't get out of his own way sometimes. No. And yeah, he. I think he just need to pick one or the other. This this could have been two great books. Yeah. And it's still a good book. I, I still had fun. But it's just a little frustrating. Mm -hmm. It could so. have been called Silly Billy House instead of House of Danger. <laughs> silly silly Billy House. No. I like that. It's so much better than House of Danger. <laughs> That's what you should name your house here. Because I know like, uh, you know, like houses get names. Yeah. Ian Fleming's it. house is called Goldeneye. Yeah, I can call my house Silly Billy House. Yeah, call your house Silly Billy House. Yeah, I like that. Um, how about let's get to favorite endings. Mm -hmm. What do you got for me? Oh, man. Okay, so this is my favorite one. When you get your superpowers mm -hmm. from the professor, because he can give you the supercharged powers that he gave to the apes, which is real right. cool. Then you get your super mind powers. So, Which, why doesn't he give it to himself? Oh, because his he has a bad heart. He tells Oh, you. does he? Okay. He's like, Fair yeah, enough. I got a really terrible heart. So, um, like I, I said, you can either use your super power, mind powers to escape... Um, use them to get out of the room, or you can use them to cast your net and look for like this entity, this mm -hmm. alien entity. If you use them to escape instead of looking for the alien entity mm -hmm. that you have searched for, you use it on the locking mechanism on the door and you open the door. So you get out and you are running away. You are running down the corridor and then zap, you're frozen in mid-step. And there's this like far greater like energy source than the chimps possess. Okay. And they're in there tinkering with the physical and psychic world. The chimpanzees unleashed an evil force. <laughs> <laughs> How to strip Montgomery. A force powerful beyond human understanding. And then you are trying to fight back against this, like, the demonic dark force. Yes. <laughs> like. <laughs> okay. And then. So what happened? I didn't get this one. So what happens? The corridor begins to glow with a soft orange color. And there's flashes of artificial lightning along the wall. Your energy so begins to So it turns into drain. a rave. Yep. The violence of the conflict between you and this evil force is so great that it begins to destroy the fabric of time and space itself. Time and space. Slowly, you and the professor fade until you disappear into another dimension of the universe. The huh. end. That's another Montgomery. That's, <laughs> that's a total Montgomery ending. That was my favorite death. <laughs> <laughs> because you didn't just die. You disappeared from time and space. And the universe completely. Huh. <laughs> yeah, Montgomery just, oh. he has to throw in some sort of sci-fi stuff. I know. It was great. That's, Fighting with evil. Yeah, that's like very like abstract <laughs> and very like cerebral. He always has to throw that in there. Oh. Even when it's just monkeys, yo. <laughs> this was my favorite ending. I was just like, I was reading it just going like, what? What? What is going on? <laughs> So I got a weird one too. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, I focused more on the the ghost uh, storyline. It seems, mm -hmm. and so again, the ghost varies. Sometimes it's like looking for forgiveness. Sometimes it's still as evil as it ever was. Um, there are times also like you can go back in time and you can help back fight. Back in the, time, I'm... <laughs> you can help fight the fire. 
yeah. with some like ghost firefighters. Oh yeah, I saw that one. That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but other times, there's uh, Marston is a ghost, and he's kind of like trying to give you a choice. So uh, he, here it is. It says, "I am the ghost of Henry Marston. Mm-hmm. Uh, here on the site where my evil actions cost so many their lives." And that that's just like the dumbest drawing of a ghost I've ever seen. Right. He doesn't look like a like a Civil War person at mm-hmm. all. He just looks like he has a blankie. Yeah, and he's, he's cold. He's got a blankie and he's mm-hmm. cold. So he says, I have been given a machine by the spirits, what? a machine that defies time, past, present, and future. To atone for my sins, I must act as a teacher to lead whoever comes here to greater wisdom and humility than my own. He gives you a choice. Mm. So you can either choose to be a baby mm? or you can choose to be an old man. Goo goo gaga. <laughs> time babies. So, yeah, we have time babies again. I so can't yeah, two... help myself. I love time babies and nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, two figures uh, materialize, materialize behind oh, you. There's a baby. Yes. There's an older man. Ooh. And the ghost says, they are both you. You as a baby and you as an old man. I have a picture of this in mind. Oh, you do? Yeah. And it says, you must choose. Pick one. So um, you're dying with curiosity. Being a baby, Ooh. that's something you'll never be able to remember on your own. But as an old man, you'll know everything that was going to happen to you in your life. So you, you get to pick. Either are, you're, you can either go back in time and start life all over. Mm-hmm. Or you can be an old man and you'll, you'll be an old man, but you'll understand how everything happened. You'll know if you were a really great detective and psychic investigator. <laughs> Which or cl- you could be a baby and make a different life choice. <laughs> <laughs> and get out of your parents' basement. Yes. Um, so, uh, I, I chose old age for this one and it said, the first line is, why did you choose old age? (laughs) (laughs) Curiosity, you guess. Um, so yeah, you, you try to remember your younger self, but you, you have no memory of it. You have no memory of your previous actions, your previous life. And it says, you are tired. You will just sleep for a while. Thinking takes so much energy. You drop off into a little sleep. Your heart slows, skips a beat or slow, then stops. It is all over. You literally die immediately. <laughs> um, so then, yeah, otherwise you can become a baby and um, you can, which I think is the right choice. If you become a baby, you can choose to like become a different person. And if you become a different person, you become Genghis Khan for no reason. Oh, my God. Yeah, because you remember that you are not a baby. I'm a detective. I've got <laughs> to get back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a baby. I'm a detective. I'm a psychic detective. <laughs> this book. I'm going to say that every time I try to get out of something right now. I'm not a baby. I'm a, I'm a psychic, psychic detective. detective. Well, that was House of Danger. This one was fun, but we have some notes. Uh, but It's a wild one, and I love it. So, yeah, that was House of Danger. Um, our next book will be Survival at Sea, written by Edward Packard. Uh-huh. Speaking of Edward Packard, um, we've Ooh. been trying to reach out to him for a while. And so, yeah, he finally wrote back to us, uh, kind of like we mentioned on a previous show. Mm-hmm. Um, so we submitted some questions to him, and I don't think he's going to get to all of them. Um, he's going to write us back with uh, some answers. And we're going to try to get him on the show. I don't know for how long. It might just be five minutes. It might be yes. It might be a whole show, but we'll yes. see. Um, so, yeah, look forward to that. We're, we're really excited about that to get uh, some answers from Edward Packer. Just to, just to, and also just to say hi to him because right? his books are so great. 
And I mean, we made a whole show around. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> around him. So it's kind of, it's kind of cool. It's very cool. It's very kind of cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, look forward to that. Um, make sure that you uh, like and subscribe uh, to our show. And if you could give us a five-star rating on um, Apple Podcasts, it really helps other people find the show. Plus, it also helps convince other people to come on the show. Yeah. Because we're trying to reach out to some authors, and if we have a good iTunes rating, it's worth their time more mm-hmm. to come on the show. Um, so yeah, if you haven't already, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes. It really helps us out, um, helps the show grow a little bit. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram, because Abby is going to post her video of failing... <laughs> I- I try. <laughs> you know, I tell my children all the time mm-hmm. we learn more from our mistakes than mm-hmm. we do from our successes. So <laughs> you're giving me a mom look. More from our failures <laughs> and mistakes than from our successes, guys. So. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, just follow us on Instagram because Abby posts just fun stuff. And um, I think that about covers it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Thanks for choosing us today, everybody. My name is Peter. I'm a librarian. My name's Abby. I'm also a librarian. This has been Choose Your Own Book Club. We'll see you next time. Mm, Bye. (laughs) That was a good one. (laughs) Bye. Bye.